Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks first, Moshko. Hey, can I kick it? Yeah. Sweet. All right. Yeah, let's, let's do this. I'm glad, I'm glad we established that. And then there's baby Huey. What's going on? No. What's going no. on? No, 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 say, no, it, no. Say, it, say it, come on, come on now. What's come on going on? I want to hear you sing it. What's going on? I want to hear you sing it. What's I want to hear you sing on? it. There it is. And then there's Mauer. Beep you mother beepers, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Man, hot out of the gate. Wow. You know what the funny thing is? He's been so calm on all the pre-stuff. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so Mauer's back. Uh, Beep you all. Back again. Beep you all to hell. He was Yay. out yelling at people in comment sections all around the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he was showing up at their doors. I believe you. Like a giant silent Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you guys see that? No, not yet. Not yet. I really want to go. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I'm probably yeah. going to rent a theater for it, so. Well, you better hurry up. Isn't it like it's only in theaters for a short period of time? Yeah, I know. I'm looking Which is today. such a shame. Why do, how do we get to a point where clerks can't be in the theaters? Because he makes money on his tour for it. He doesn't uh, want it in mass theaters. I was about theaters. to say that. Yep. Uh, he makes weird. more money doing the road show that sells out everywhere. And then if you put release it, it online. And then he'll release it online for you to buy. Mm-hmm. And then he's made his money and he doesn't care about theaters. I still want to see the theater. But, oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, we have plenty of things that we want to talk about, but I think even before we jump into that, we need to play a little round robin with just Maurer and the topics <laughs> he's missed for the last uh, couple of weeks because a lot happened since you've been gone. I don't know if you've been aware or if you've been since keeping up with it, but gone. a whole lot of things have happened. <laughs> so right off the bat, are you just like super stoked or uh, or super annoyed by anything that you've heard? Like D23. I honestly can't really tell you much about what happened the past few weeks i had my ear slightly to the ground for some big news but other than that i wasn't paying close attention uh the new willow trailer looks phenomenal i love that you brought that up we yelled at (laughs) ourselves because we forgot to talk about it (laughs) it already looks better than every episode of house of dragon bullshit what (laughs) already looks better how many house of dragon episodes have you watched all of them wow why i'm shocked because my wife's watching him oh okay <laughs> okay so so you're watching it already in a grumble grumble kind of attitude no i really tried giving it a go ahead but we're four episodes in there's not a character that i care about the one guy that i wanted to see more of they killed beeping off screen without even seeing that yeah the crab like, the crab killer guy the crab, the crab eater feeder he was, was awesome. the only thing that looked cool and like that could have been a cool story. You could have done a whole season on him. 
Right. You could have done a whole story, and that would have been interesting could you of them combining. One of the main characters getting kidnapped by him, slowly being eaten throughout the course of the episodes. Right. Like, like, like losing, like, slowly losing bits of her calf or his calf. Is and it- the fact that the brother then took over his army is a cool part of the story, but it has the same problem almost as, like, the Twilight movies and other things where the cool part of the action happens in between the time jumps. Oh my god. And they and they just give you the lead up to it and then skip all the cool shit and go, two years later, we're gonna talk about the next thing that's gonna happen. The crab like, feeder is Game of Thrones Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool character <laughs> that dies almost instantly. <laughs> really yeah. off screen, except for and then he gets so we'll get a crab feeder show in a couple years and it'll be about somebody else. <laughs> but yeah. But, like, I was trying, every episode, I'm like, let me like something. First off, the main actress, just something about her, her face bothers me. <laughs> don't worry. Like, I want to punch you, her. You only have, like, an episode or two left with her. So. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure she's like, done I don't this. think she's a good actress. You, the main chick? Yeah. You think the main chick's dying off in the next two episodes? No, they're no, doing No, 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 no. They're time big, they'll do the time, time jump. jump. The, oh. Yeah, the other actress will start playing her. Yeah. Oh, there's so, another. I thought. I, wow. Oh yeah. There was yeah. Her and um. Yeah. Who's the other? I can't think of her. At least Alicia. I don't know. Whatever. The, I think it's like the Rachel other girl's Cook? at least a better Oops. actress. Olivia Cook. Than her. Like if they would have switched those two actresses to give the one that was the better actress more screen time. But uh, there's just not a character, and I still can't get past Doctor Who guy supposedly being a badass. Oh, he's, he pulled, been, like, so, he's been in so many things at this point. It amazes me. He's still the Doctor Who guy. He was such a piss poor Doctor Who. How is he not just, Morbius? You know, how is so he not the crown? How is he not? I mean, <laughs> the only thing I've ever seen him in is Morbius. But even I then, I've seen him for anything. I think he's doing a wonderful job. The the show I think is just missing all the cool parts. Uh, I've enjoyed it so far. The only thing I will say, the last episode, um, spoiler alert for anybody who's not caught up, but the last <laughs> episode it reminded you that you're watching Game of Thrones because the incest <laughs> just plays such an important yeah. role in it. And you're just that like, they could have done in the first episode and we could have super uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just like you're but, like, mm. but when you think of royals and f- that kind of thing, I get it. I'm not a ge- but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it reminds you. Oh, by the way, this is Game of Thrones. Oh, right. Right, siblings. I was. <laughs> this is gonna come out weird or wrong, but I was fine with that because yeah, yeah it like, is, is part of it. That but, doesn't bother me. Yeah, the part, the, the show really leaned into current climate of political topics near the pretty much the end of it, like tying it into what's going on in society right now. That was kind yeah. of a that pulled me out a little bit, but. Imagine if the show didn't time jump and this season was just about, and I can't remember uh, Doctor Who's character's name. Damon? They just showed him fighting the crab feeder and taking over the crab feeder's army and becoming the king. That should have been the mid, that should have been like the midpoint episode. Like that's, that's right. the mid season They should have finale. spent a few episodes showing that shit. Instead, we show the start of the battle. His brother comes down to help and goes, oh, screw you. I'm going to show I got a big cock, too. And then <laughs> and then he goes, well, he we don't even get to later see. Later in the episode. Yeah. We don't even get to see the cool part. And then they just jump ahead to him giving the crown. Like, 
it's so frustrating watching it and trying to get into it and going, oh, this is interesting. I look at oh, it wait. like that's not the important part of the episode then, if they're only spending so much or so little right, time on that, it. But that's such the shame is they develop such a cool throwaway character. So our prime example, uh, M. Night Shyamalan creates the character from Split um, for um, Unbreakable. Unbreakable right? and decides and it was, that it's not enough so did we you just baby him. Huey my story? I did. <laughs> you did. At least baby Huey steals my punchlines. You took the whole story. <laughs> well, you were stumbling, Mother Beeper. I was not. I was not. <laughs> you couldn't think of Unbreakable. All right. What yeah, else? Okay. The, what's there the next go. thing we're doing? Uh, you, well, you what were, about Thunderbolts? Are you care, do you care about the Thunderbolts team? It's who we thought it was going to be that we said. Six no, Red Guardian. Ago? Red Guardian was a shock, and then also no Baron Zemo as well as. No, I'm no... pretty sure Baby Huey said Red Guardian was going to be in it. I never said that. No. When I said Ghost was going to be in it, Baby Huey goes, "I think Red Guardian." One of uh, you said Red Guardian. Now we're all pretty shocked on that one. Uh, yeah, it was all so pointed. If you listen so it's to Black the show, Widow it's... Part Two, <laughs> why is it Black Widow Part Two? There's Black everybody Widow. from Black Widow. <laughs> Well, it's two. No, Taskmaster. Not. There's two. Oh, that's three. Right. No, there's three. No, Elena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red it's Guardian. The Elena, Red Guardian, and Taskmaster. Three of the three of them is are eighty percent of the cast. <laughs> and you, but you know, it's gonna there. Those three will split off with Winter Soldier and fight the other three or something like that. Baron Zemo will come in and split no, they're the team going in half after or, Baron Zemo in it. I and I think guarantee. Baron Zemo will create his version of the Thunderbolts through them. Like, I guarantee you there's a, there's a rift between that team. There's no way that whole movie goes without them all fighting each other. Well, um, they're going to die. Do you think they added in um, Red Guardian to replace Red Hulk? Uh, since, maybe, but since like, once I feel like... Passed? We have, yeah, but wouldn't it be better to put Abomination there? Um, but I, I'm sorry, I have True. to just backtrack a second because you said they're all going to die? No, I said so you think not soldiers? all of them. I just said they're going to die. Some of them are going to die. They're going to die. <laughs> Winter Soldier won't die. Elena won't die. The rest of them aren't safe. They could Red, die. I could see Red Guardian definitely dying. Red Guardian dying. himself for Elena, I could definitely see. Taskmaster, oh, yeah. I can see dying easily. I hope Taskmaster gets the Taskmaster personality in this. We talked about that before. Ghost, Bucky, oh, U.S. Agent, and Elena. Those are the ones that can live. That will definitely live. Hmm. So it's okay. That's Marvel Suicide Squad. What about the leader coming back? How do you feel about that? I love it. Yeah. He was such a good character. That movie was so good. And the fact that they've cemented that is still continuity and it, it happened to this Hulk is very good for people that were fans of that movie. 100%. Absolutely. Um, what other big things did he miss? Like, that was the best part so far of the uh, She-Hulk show, is her laughing when he said, I'm an entirely different person now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, her yeah. breaking the fourth wall and without being as blatant as she normally is, like, that was a good part. Are you caught up on that, on She-Hulk? Yeah, there's still no point to that, that show. Well, We're halfway no. through it, and doesn't, there's no point. That, there doesn't need to be. Us. It's not a, it's, that show is 100% not made for us. It is a courtroom drama with no action, and we watch action movies. Well, no, if you see even a courtroom drama, there's no one big case that she's going against. Like, Cause I, that's because that's not the that's not the point of the show. <laughs> it, it's like throw away each episode means nothing. I don't know. It's just like yeah. a connecting story between a show. After we were done with the episode last week, I I threw out the Ally McBeal. 
It's 100% uh, Ali McBeal. Uh, I have best. no idea what that show is. That's the best way to put it. It's, yeah. It, 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 this is to Ali McBeal, as Baby Huey said, for Miss Marvel being Lizzie McGuire. What's Ali McBeal? So, uh, really? I don't even. It wasn't a comedy though. It was kind of like a drama, maybe a dramedy, maybe it was dramedy. A comedy. It was I don't really remember it all that much. All I remember late, is that that stupid 90s. little baby that they made a big deal about from a CGI standpoint, which is now still better than what we're seeing in She-Hulk. Oh, so that was very 20 dumb. years ago. <laughs> and I love how it got turned to low. People are just upset about the body. No, it's not the body. We don't care how you portray the body. We just don't want it to look like Fiona. And they missed the comment. <laughs> Rather than call her Shrek in the courtroom, they should have called her Fiona, and it would have been a much better joke. But no, I digress. Let's move See, on. And you know what? You're absolutely right, because they keep <laughs> using legitimate criticisms of the show as mm -hmm. fodder right. in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they, you're right. They should have done that. That would and that would have been a whole like a completely on brand for that show. But they made the Shrek joke instead. Bad writing. All right, what else did I miss talking about? <laughs> uh, let's. I mean, we're we're 15 minutes in already. We might as well just get get underway. If we we think of anything throughout the show, we'll just uh, throw it at you. D23. All the trailers were good. Andor. I'm excited for, but starts this week. Were Werewolf by Night. <sighs> You don't think that looks good? See, this is what I mean. I thought he was going to love Struck a nerve. That. No, because it has. To, it's sullied because Moon Knight is so goddamn terrible that I don't want to see anything associated with Moon Knight. Well, he's not in it. Yes, but that character will then get associated, and anything cool about that show will be wiped away for superhero Moon Knight, you know, spawn character. I mean, that's possible, but it doesn't change the fact that this could be good. It could like, be. Oh, and I know why. Forward, maybe. There, it, from what I'm reading and from what I'm seeing, there's going to be a huge tie into Loki two, Loki season two with this, with like the, the TVA being involved. The we TVA talked about a little the, bit about yeah. Man Thing. Yeah, apparently there's going to be a big tie in there. So now I know I, why. I, I'm telling you, man. What, what um the uh what is the Man Thing? We talked about this in depth last week. Uh, the what the Man the Man Thing protects, the, the, the doorway to the multiverse. What the hell is the name of that thing? Uh, and you the said gateway. it last week. I know. Oh, mm. Whatever. Loki's going to walk through that. Like, 100% Loki's going to walk through that and get back to the normal timeline. And there you go. Loki's back. Great. Man thing. Mauer, you're a man thing guy. He protects the, the doorway to the multiverse. It is the, the nexus of realities. Is that what it's called? I forget what it's called because you put me on the is. spot. I think it's the I nexus of realities. Maybe Huey's going to tell me if I'm... I can he, see you typing over there. He's just <laughs> awesome because he burns you with his touch of fear which in the trailer for all of a second you see a dude getting incinerated by a giant yep. man thing and that was super cool um but no, yeah. that that shows look and the fact that they're going different with it and going classic universal monster bella lugosi type thing looks awesome it just sullied in the back of my mind that werewolf by night to me is tied so closely to moon knight and the moon knight show is one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. It's not. It's not the best by any means, but it's not. It's not the the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen in your entire I said life. One of the biggest. What was the power again? You said that he has man thing. It burns you with fear. Oh, so it's the same thing you do to comic ah! convention promoters. <laughs> <laughs> not the promoters, just their lackeys. Got it. Okay. Um, all right. All so right. Uh, what do you think about Secret Invasion? That actually looked good. It looked like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, I think that looks really good, too. And for Winter me Soldier. to say a show centered around Samuel L. Jackson looks good, 
is a big a big thing for me. <laughs> you don't like Samuel L. Jackson? He's we talked about it. He's the Joe Pesci. He's a Joe Pesci type actor where if you like what he does, that's great because that's all you ever get from oh, him. He's Harrison Ford, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's Kevin like, Smith. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just not a <laughs> fan right. of his character in most things, other than Black Snake Moan. Oh, he's so mm. good in Black Snake Moan. Yeah, he was so good in Black Snake Moan. All right. All right, let's get into the actual meat and potatoes of the show today. So we wanted to talk about a bunch of things. I was going to talk about Harley Quinn's season finale, but we're not all caught up, so I'm going to tiptoe around that as best as I can. Um, what else are we talking about? Uh, we've got some uh, delays with Sony's movies. Okay. What about you, Mauer? I've got some Warner Brother-related news from two different fronts and a resurrection, if you will. Oh. Huh. Okay, and then Baby Huey. Uh, I got some comic news. The dawn no of way. the on this show. On this show. <laughs> comic news. <laughs> I got forget the, about it. The dawn of the DCU. Uh, yeah. Look, okay. I almost <laughs> want to start with Baby Huey because I just I just want to get on the soapbox about comics for a quick second here. Do you remember when King and Black was coming out and we were all like over the moon? We couldn't wait for every issue. We wanted to know all of the backstory. We read up on every single character. Is it just me or has not one major release since been that gripping? I would agree. There's been no comics to last nine Even the big months ones. that I haven't want to pick, uh, pick up. Well, that's because you don't Dark read Christ good comics. Lost me. Dark, uh, Dark Crisis was pretty Listen, cool for a second. Go read Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange, and Moon Knight. Three of their best runs of all time are going on right now. Three characters. What, what I don't makes care them about. their best runs of all time? The stories are strong. They're adding to the character without just delving into vi- diversity. They're expanding the mythos without changing the mythos, if you will. Okay. For example, and since we're talking about comics, right now, for the first time ever, the Ghost Rider spirit has basically admitted that Johnny Blaze is an innocent victim. Ooh, that's pretty cool. So he is effed up beyond belief, dying, and Wolverine's there with him, and Wolverine's got to perform surgery on him to cut these uh, demons out of him. And he just starts like beating the crap out of him, yelling at the Ghost Rider, going, you need to save him. He's innocent. You know, he did nothing wrong. You come and save him. You have to finally do your... That be the spirit of vengeance for you, and the Ghost Rider, you know, helps him heal, and basically admits that for everything he's done wrong, he's still just been an innocent passenger in this, trying to do what's right. That's cool. That's very cool, especially everything that he they've put that character through recently. Yeah, especially they, they like, tried to make him unlikable, and I was like, God, stop it. <laughs> him being the king of hell, even for that short bit, like yeah, all he was this... unlikable. He was horrible during that. You're like, oh. All the stuff that happened is happening to him, not because of him. Mm, I love that. That's cool. So it takes Ghost Rider and expands it, but also takes it back to the roots of him just running city to city because it's a curse upon him and kind of brings that full circle. So like I said, they're expanding yet still staying true. I feel like you're, the books that you like know their audience very well and aren't trying their, their damnedest to... garner a new audience and just kind of let the work speak for itself because like being a spider-man fan this has not been a good time for spider-man this but the not books been a- <laughs> i like have been notorious for that in recent years we got ghost driver we had alessandra i mean oh, that's true well alessandra you liked alessandra i liked at the last issue the second they made her cool they canceled it 
you sat through a bunch of shit with her character. And then finally they showed that she is probably one of the most powerful ghost riders because she came up in a cult that was you know, literally black and white. You either sinned or you didn't sin. So that allowed the power of the ghost rider to come through her unbridled. So like she walked through a town and even if you just coveted thy neighbor's shovel, you, that's a sin. And she burnt the soul out of you. So, <laughs> so all three books you're reading are Marvel right now. Yeah. Wow. So you're not reading any DC. Uh, I'm waiting for the Batman runs right now to graphic novel. Those books have been harder to read issue to issue because there are much more. Well, I think DC in general is just hard to read right now. Well, the story is not as bite-sized in each issue right now that they well, used to be. It, yeah, I get that. I get that. I but I also just think in in both cases, both Marvel and DC, and you're. I mean, obviously, you you have three books that are contrary to what I'm about to say, but they none of them have a direction anymore. Like it almost felt like there's like a year long trajectory of these are the things that we're trying to get done, but the, on a whim they will just change and rewrite everything. So like for example, going it's, it's the proof is Jonathan Hickman. He had a whole three story arc set up, and they were like, no, we're making too much money on Krakoa. No. So then all of a sudden they cut that, and now we have no real direction on where the X Men are going with until I guess you can argue AXE Avengers X Men um, Eternals. I'm starting to think that's less about they were making good money. They were selling well. They saw that since they were kind of selling well, they could pause until the MCU X-Men get straightened out, and then they can kind of change direction where they need. Well, look, do you, you see what we're getting in uh, Harley Quinn? Was it 25 coming out soon? We're getting the Harley who laughs? Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, guys... Guys, the Batman who laughs, it got to a point where he was a joke that nobody wanted. No one was interested. You ran him into the ground. Mm-hmm. Now you're, you want to resurrect him on the, the, on the, the, the clone? <laughs> like, you know, like, Harley who laughs, Harley laughs. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but there are some good books out there. The problem is people are so turned off by the main books is they're not reading any of what would be considered the B characters, which traditionally have better stories. Well, cause I, I think you're right. I think your books are right are currently catering to their fan base to stay afloat. Cause again, under 10,000 issues, you're gone. So they're probably going, no, we need, we need our 10,000 readers. Like moon Knight is still phenomenal. Uh, the midnight mission the show didn't change it. Like I saw, they just, they just announced, uh, what is the, the, there's a new team that he's going to be leading. A book covered in werewolves, and then there was uh X23, which was kind of cool to see yeah. her on a team with him. But uh, it's like weird to have him leading a team, just feels weird. This Moon Knight is more in tune with West Coast Avengers Moon Knight, okay, and like the Luke Cage Heroes for Hire, okay. So he it's imagine Mr. Knight is running the ship right now, mm. so they've leaned into that Mr. Knight persona, but. It's also because Mark, and I'm two issues behind on it, Mark has such shame for what he did to everybody that he's kind of letting the mission, if you will, run his life. Oh. Like him effing up all the Avengers, his friends and family not wanting anything to do with him because of what he's done. Like, he's just going and trying to atone for what he did and truly be the protector of those that travel at night. Well, there you go. 
ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> definitely uh, pick up the the three books that Bauer recommends and none that I recommend. And then, uh, <laughs> Baby Huey, you actually had legitimate news that we didn't uh, talk about at all. <laughs> can, can I talk about my news now? Sorry, <laughs> I haven't been on in a month, bitch. <laughs> So, I, Menti, I think you had alluded to it like weeks ago that you know DC is going to rebirth again. Um, we have what they're calling the dawn of the DCU, and the teaser picture they put out was basically like Nightwing, like in the middle of the page, hands are spread, li- like light all around him, and then you see like other Earths behind him, and then they just released a second tease. Uh, which it says it's Dark Crisis of Infinite Earths, which is going on right now. But it shows Batman, Superman, Wally West's Flash, uh, Green Lantern, uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and they're all in their respective colors. And at the end, you see uh, Shazam and uh, Nightwing, but they're both in gray. Well, that could be, isn't that the story where the combination Batman-Superman's back? That how, that's, good, that's that's gonna that's how the the, the rumor is he's gonna play a big role in the end of Dark Crisis. So you have two covers that were just released of him coming back, and he has the Green Lantern ring on, and he's effing some people up on both the covers. So you've got well, Superman. Dark Side has an army. He essentially has the Legion of Doom. In the second issue, he just just demolishes Titan's Tower, which is really cool. He just shows up with this. It's one of the best fights of of. I think I've I've seen with Deathstroke and uh, Nightwing. Yeah. And then it was who did he bring in? Was it Metallo? No. Yes, to fight Superman. Was it to fight? Yeah, to, to fight uh, Kal El or uh, uh, not Kal El? John. John. Yeah. John. And that was a great. That was a great scene too. Like that was the second issue was great. Then the third issue, I was like, man, I don't care anymore. Well, <laughs> the next issue that comes out should be Batman Superman coming back, and they've got him wrecking Deathstroke on the cover. So it looks good, but he's got the Green Lantern ring. So Baby Huey, that could tie into them being gray. He might be absorbing other characters. I think Nightwing is dying. Either that, I don't think, no, no. I think they're going to make Nightwing a more center character. Nightwing is a is a pretty wild character because of the audience that he's been able to retain and build without having the same treatment that major heroes get. I, like, yeah. There's no Nightwing movie. Right, he's in the Teen Titans show, and he's got you know the, the Titan show, but he's not like Nightwing hasn't received the same treatment that heroes normally get of his stature, and yet he still dominates as far as a fan base is concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's going to lead the uh, Justice League at the end of this. I can that, see that. That'd happening. be cool. Instead of Batman, I I see Nightwing from everything I've been reading. Like I'm waiting for these books to go into the trade because. Whenever you get into these crisis books, I I hate reading crisis books issue to issue because oh. you get a, a get a middle issue mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense you mean until like issue five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but if you read one through five all together, then issue three you go oh, that makes sense because it's just part of this issue. But I see, and it makes sense for Nightwing to take that leadership role. We've seen him as Batman. And he did an amazing job. He is probably, and people will say this, he is probably the best Batman that we have. I love that run. He's, he's better than Bruce in so many ways because he learned from Bruce's mistakes. Well, we essentially every single book that where the, anyone has to talk about Dick Grayson, 
he's always talked about as the best of the DC universe. He's the best of all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So the writers and the company know how large of a character this he is. Uh, The fact that he, the fact that he is the leading image makes a lot of sense with all of the stories we've seen leading up to now, because again, all of the characters talk about him being like the pinnacle of DC characters. Ooh, what if he's the new white lantern? Ooh, ooh, because the, the the light going around him in the one promo picture is white. It kind, I don't think he has enough hope for that. Well, you also don't you all you can't just be a white lantern. I thought. No, you have to. Yeah, like, I don't, don't know. You have to like wear each of the rings. Like, didn't didn't Hal and Kyle have to go through a crate? Like, yes, Kyle. Yeah. Hal literally had a book about each ring he wore, um, and Kyle was going through like that crazy like mental break mm-hmm. and the guardians wouldn't let anyone near him. And then no one realized that he had all of the rings on. That was, so a, he was one like of those experiencing epic... them all at the same time. <laughs> he was the one with the epic cover where he had all the rings on. Right. Yeah. And he... yeah. And he, and he was going through like so much, so many traumatic events in his mind and he's screaming for help and the guardians are not letting anyone near him. And that's because he then becomes, he, he's reborn as the white lantern, the, the, the white lantern. Right. You know, I, I think Nightwing is, he has taken the influence of Clark as well as the influence of Bruce yeah. and kind of internalized both of them. Yeah, because he's a huge Superman fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, as when he's like little kid Robin, used to freak out every time Superman would show up. So, with Dick Grayson in the early books. Uh, we don't have a White Lantern right now, right? No, we uh, do not. Didn't Dr. Manhattan destroy the White Lanterns? Mm-hmm. Do we need a White Lantern? I mean, we don't, don't, but they were cool. The White Lantern's like, that's that's <laughs> one of the most powerful characters in comics. But my thing that's is... like the Phoenix Force. So the, the promo pic that has all the characters on it, um, it's Wally. What, wait, well, I'm trying to find this picture that you're talking about. I will send it. I can find, I can find the, the Nightwing one, but I don't see the one with Wally in it. Because I would love if Wally were to take a bigger role. Check our chat right now. Well, it could be... They're bringing Wally back into it because of... Wally's been around. The thing is, like, um, Barry's been missing for a while now before the start of Dark Crisis. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely Wally, because Wally always has the little nose bridge over his nose with the the cow. Whereas uh, Barry doesn't have that? No, he does not. It's not Nightwing. It's the... Is it the Titans? It's the Titans. It's It's not Nightwing that's gray. It's the Titans, because there's Cyborg back there and Starfire. And True. Batman's gray. Well, Batman, I would kind of expect <laughs> that. Means a, Batman's a darker gray, but... But Shazam is a weird one. The Shazam one, too, yeah. Wait a second. How many... We're on issue seven? Or six? We're on issue six. Six. That's why. There's two that's more why. issues coming out. They haven't so, colored the last issues. That's those Because those are the ones for Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths that haven't been released yet. But there's eight pictures here. There's only seven issues. So maybe the dawn of the DCU is the last one. Okay. I, all right. And now and and then having Shazam. So maybe that's not Shazam. What if that's Black Adam? No, I have a feeling that's Shazam. <laughs> and but if you look, if you look at the art of that one, it looks like pencil. I have a feeling we're gonna get a less dark DC comic universe again. Oh. The best, they were great when they were dark because st- it's made them stand out. Well, well so, no, no, no. I didn't say not dark. I said less dark. 
<laughs> like we've dealt with Dark Knight's metal for how many years now? And oh, everything's fair. been that same tone. But that, but Dark Knight's metal is a prime example. It made money, so then they had to shit, just jam it down your throat with the Batman who laughs for like three straight years. Yeah. Uh, what what if I told you that coming soon that we're getting Alfred back with Batman? Of course we are. So do you remember and when Uncle Ben's right around the corner? <laughs> so do you remember when uh, Robin went out on his own, changed his costume to the the gray and black costume, and went to Lazarus Island to? participate in like a, a death battle it was a start right. it was the start of this infinite frontier stuff so that was lazarus island and apparently there's a volcano on there and the volcano is going to explode and the lazarus pit is going to spread throughout the entire world bringing back everybody that has died and for our listeners he's saying lazarus not lazarus so this is pit. essentially this is brightest day <laughs> Is that what this yeah. is? This is bla- this is Blackest Nice Brightest Black- Day. Is yeah. a way to bring back all the dead characters? Um, <sighs> yeah. But remember, they're all corrupt once they come back, so they'll all get killed again. Or, like in Brightest Day, they were Black Lanterns that all of a sudden be- came back to life. And then remember Aquaman could control yeah. zombie sharks? So cool. <laughs> With why they got rid of that, I have no idea. <laughs> I went back uh, two or three weeks ago and just was reading some rebirth aquaman stories aquaman rebirth was good man when, like, they, when he was going into the slums yeah. of uh of uh what was it called of uh atlantis yeah and all like, those other areas that we didn't know existed yeah, yeah. like uh, aquaman gets treated dirty in the comics because his book was damn good it was really good <laughs> it was it was shockingly good it had no right being as good as it was exactly so all right well since we're talking dc Let's transition into the the Warner Brothers Discovery Opolis that we are in right now. Let it rip. So first thing I want to say is the Michael Keaton comment. Have you guys talked about that? No. No. So basically, Michael Keaton was given an interview, and he's like, yeah, they canceled it. Um, they said it was for financial reasons, and I have to assume they made a good decision. He's like, I, I just want to put it out. But basically, he's saying... I want to trust them. And you almost feel like he could tell because he was in the storm, like mm-hmm. somebody needed to correct some shit in order for things to get better. And that, him, was two, that was two different productions he was in now. Right. Of the new DC stuff. And he was like, I'm going to assume that they made a good decision. And I feel like that is where we need to come from right now is give these people that are trying to write the ship a chance to write the ship before you bash them for canceling things because you don't know what the outcome is going to be because they haven't done anything yet. Like, especially right now with most comic related material we're getting not bad by any means, but mediocre. Right. Like nothing really just cuts above the rest of the, uh, uh, you know, the cuts a swath through the, the comic book landscape. And for every bad, Batgirl movie that gets canceled and Madam X that gets canceled and Constantine TV show get, gets canceled. We get a sequel to the Keanu Reeves Constantine mm. with the original director mm. and Keanu coming back. Mm. Say it again. Tell me Warner Brothers isn't going, <laughs> guys, hold your beer. I got you. Like, now well, those two remember- projects, before we move on though, those two projects are not 
canceled. They're being shopped around. They're, so the and blessing is there yeah. for it to be out there for somebody to produce it. On that, that's probably it. a good way to look at DC moving forward. Like, it's not an in-house thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look at Ted willing... Lasso's on Apple TV. It's a Warner Brothers production, which they're I don't know if they're, sure they're, they're kicking themselves for giving well, no. that one away. There's no, a lot of heat going on, bank on, it. on that show yeah. now, so there's Is a lot they, of stuff wait, going on. Uh, there was a report coming out, uh, I don't know, it was a couple of days ago, about how much harder it is. Like, uh, Is it Sudeikis, right? Yeah. Uh, he's in charge of everything now. Um, and so there's like all these like long delays and there's well, problems. It's, it's with... only got one more season. They, right. And they announced there was a fine one, one final season. Yeah. The, yeah. No, there might be more according Good. to this latest, but Please like, keep going. Well, that's where the multiple rewrites and it, all this stuff is going on. I think Apple wants it. Apple has complete control over their shows and they're very, very specific. Like it has to be these types of things like for their control and it's making it harder for the other people outside when they want a little bit more freedom that they don't have. So it seems like the people on the show, Ted Lasso want to do more. And Apple was like, no, we, we want to wrap it up in this. They don't want a show to go down. They're winning Emmys. They, they want to end it on top. So they don't have a bad taste. Like last season of game of Thrones in their mouth on the record or C. Yeah. Was C bad? (laughs) C. I heard the last season. I heard this last season is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, but you had to get through season two with the okay. Dave Baptista season. But anyway. And no offense to Dave Baptista, but I did not believe you, my friend. Well, he's a <laughs> terrible actor. So we have Constantine coming back, and it's it's just, hey, it's greenlit. Original director being produced uh, by somebody with J.J. Abrams' company, the, was it, Bad Robot? Bad Robot, yep. Um, and they haven't ruled out bringing back Tilda Swanson, Gavin Rosdale, and everybody else. I have a feeling we might get shy because if you remember at the end of the first one, you know, they had that post-credit tease, which was one of the biggest post-credit tease up to date at that time of Shia being the angel and, and shooting flying away. I he... don't remember ever seeing that. And I've seen that movie so many times. Really? I don't remember ever seeing that scene. So he goes to his the grave of his buddy, and then all of a sudden you see Shia as an angel fly away. Hmm. That's cool. So if you remember in the show, his friend is dead and kind of talks to him. That's the Shia character in the movie. With Shia having a few projects in the works right now and on his redemption tour, I have a feeling that this would be a very good property for him to get back into the good graces. And you know, Keanu is one that only wants people around him to be better. So I see him being able to be somebody that would fight for Shia to get a shot. Do you think this comes on the heel of the fact uh, that Keanu Reeves said he would be down to do another movie and then they announced the J.J. Abrams show? They've been talking. "Let's, let's, Let's just give the fans something they want while we keep axing stuff. So the rumors have been they've actually been talks for a while about this. There's been whispers, and the whispers were true. There was talks, but, and this is going to come off weird, Warner Brothers' direction, especially after what went down with Justice League, was showing how much they could do with diversity and representation. That's why when they were casting for the show, they were looking for a diverse cast to play Constantine. 
I think they were afraid to go against that trend to go back to Keanu. Now that it's new people in house, they're just trying to go back to the roots of, hey, let's give fans what they want. Those talks then were able to go, you know what? Let's push this forward. Yes, we can do this now. Hmm. But there's other stuff going on. Remember that Comcast has a agreement with Disney to sell their shares of Hulu to Disney in 2024. Disney would love that deal to go through early, but they haven't been able to come up with an agreement. Comcast is also saying, hey, if Disney just wants to sell their shares, we'll buy out the rest of their shares from Hulu and just own all of Hulu. There's another player on the table now where Comcast is going, you know what? Maybe we'll just buy Warner Brothers Discovery and merge that with us. So... Wait, so NBC, Comcast... Universal. Universal and Discovery would all be one thing. Would all be one. Caboodle. So Peacock, Discovery, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yes. And would everything Discovery Plus service. has. Yeah. Yes. Holy crap. Now, they <laughs> could use that bargaining chip of Disney wanting the rest of Hulu to sell them early to make sure that they don't put a bid in to buy Disney HBO. Like, Disney HBO, what? Or so, sorry, Discovery HBO. So you think Disney wants to sell off a Hulu to make sure they don't merge with... I think Comcast is willing to sell their shares of Hulu to Disney early because Disney wants the deal now. They don't want to have to wait because they just want to pull all of Hulu into one app. Okay. The idea is there's two apps right now out there and they can't combine them because they don't own all of Hulu. So right now you've got Disney's part of Hulu and Comcast's part of Hulu. Comcast is being like, we're not selling to 2024, bro. <laughs> but with this Warner Brothers Discovery thing out there and them showing interest in that, they could use their, their bargaining chip that Disney wants Hulu now to maybe up the price enough to fund them buying the Warner Brothers Discovery. Like, hey, we'll sell it to you earlier, but we want more money. Who does do, do? Is it Comcast and and NBC that has Fast and the Furious? Yeah, Universal. 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 Fast and Furious. Universal. But it's all Comcast. But that's mm -hmm. Comcast, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so a Justice League crossover with Fast and the Furious <laughs> is definitely on its way. You know, that's going to be a thing. Hey, we just found out the character's name for Brie Larson in the next Fast and Furious, and. Her first name is Tess. Just putting it out there. That was the most excited Moshko has been on this entire issue. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but I know it's some like inside baseball talk, but these are the kind of things behind the scenes that happen, which are reasons for what we're seeing on the entertainment side. Warner Brothers trimming fat, making sure they're profitable, makes them more attractive to either be bought out and get more money or have more money go into funding for productions from other companies. Hmm. And it's a, it's a business like it's show business, not show. We want to make you happy. <laughs> well, I want to make the fans of the properties that are going to spend the money on this happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. They don't care about fans of the properties. 
know, they care about people giving Constantine them money. Was specifically for the fans of the property. That is Warner Brothers saying, "Hey, we can do this now because right, of the so change." Moving forward, are, are we going to say that's we're hoping that's what it is? I don't think that the fans don't matter as much as the money. Yeah, but, but the they're fans realizing give them the money. <laughs> hold on, they're realizing the fan base of the div- diversity fans weren't giving them the money. Oh no, that's the funniest thing is uh, the the books especially the books that everyone praises for their diversity efforts tanked three issues later it's like who's buying these books <laughs> why why are these books getting scrapped and canceled so fast when they were like the thing to talk about cuz nobody's week and a half buying ago? them yep, yeah, nobody's just, buying them I, well i think people love the idea but nobody actually wants to to spend the money in a comic book store like i, I think they like the concept of it but they don't actually have any interest in buying the the book well, it's kind of like your line, I'd rather live in a world where this exists. Uh-huh. They don't care about it existing. But yeah, that's nice. Somebody gets to say, hey, look at this. I just gay can't fil- see it bringing Gay Filipino Superman, awesome. Which but it that, is awesome. But, but give them a story. Be- do you think it's because they no longer care about the, the comics actually being profitable because <laughs> the movie and TV franchise versions are, you know, They're not consumers now? of the product to begin with. The but people we- that complain and or praise these changes weren't target audiences or people that were purchasing or funding these things in the first place. That's like me complaining about soccer teams having jerseys that are offensive. And then when they change them going, Oh, I'm glad they're not offensive. I'm still not going to go soccer game. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. But do you think that's why companies like Disney and companies like Warner brothers allowed the comics to, to travel that road as much as they did, regardless on the fact that they were not seeing sales on those decisions. No, I think they thought they were going to see sales. Wow. Even though like time after time, after time, after time, I think a lot of them were betting that they're uh, maybe you've heard this term, like your social credit, like maybe they thought that that would outweigh either, you know, going flat from a financial standpoint or even losing money. Because once that company reaches that level of, hey, this is a you know, great, responsible company for everybody, then maybe they'll start making money again. But that's not happening. You know, we've gone kind of through that phase. Well, they took it to a weird spot. Like, look at the Thor Miles book. It's just a really weird, slightly like insensitive take on the Thor on Asgard's hood. Remember that? Yeah. When he had Mjolnir with spray paint, it was just like, I don't know about this. <laughs> But I, I, like I'm I'm cool with Miles, but like this is uh this doesn't but that feel right. I think was more them taking off of and remember you have people that are looking at things separately from the overall story. That uh, meow meow being spray painted was ninety nine percent. I'm almost positive it was somebody in a production office going, you know, into the Spider Verse and how the aesthetic of that the spray paint thing was really popular. That's what people are associating with Miles right now. What do we associate with Thor? His hammer. Well, if people associate the hammer and they associate spray paint, let's combine them, and that'll show that they're together. There's just a lot of people in that production that none of them thought that that was a weird idea. And and the spray paint, Thor's Thor's hammer being spray painted is not the end-all, be-all. It's that whole book. There's just a lot of weird, stereotypical things that they do that Miles kind of skirted away from for the most part that were just on display throughout that book. Yeah. And it was just, and it just, it felt very heavy handed in the wrong direction. And that's what happens when you have a focus group 
all pitching their one thing that they are seeing without thought behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have, well, we need this, we need this, and you put a puzzle together of these pieces gathered from all these other puzzles. At the end, it's not going to look good. Well, it, it, this is why this goes back to what I said before, where I just don't feel like there's any direction. It's just they're going for for splash pages and retweets. Like they just announced Jonathan Kent coming out to the world, even though we already had that. He just yep. didn't come out to the world in the comics, but now they're they're trying to regain that same fire. Because of... the gay community didn't embrace it. So they think rather than it not being a big deal, it just wasn't uh, received enough. So, oh, so they're, even though the, no one bought it in the first place. Like, because it's not, it's it wasn't even... big enough. So you, you have to also remember they got backlash for that because of the way he came out. He didn't come out to everybody. So they got pushed that he didn't really come out because he's still closeted to the world. Well, maybe that's maybe that's 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 the thing. Maybe that's the reason why we're seeing a, a, a I don't know a, a a fall off of of the the diversity effort as much because very similar to um, a milestone. Remember when the guy started yelling at DC? Yeah, saying that you know the 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 heads at, at DC are, are hurting our company, and they were like, well, okay, well we just will stop paying then. Here's the thing: there are characters that are embraced for their diversity efforts like Constantine being uh pansexual has been around forever and it's not forced everybody knows it and that character is embraced because it came naturally and it lends to the story him going I'll shag man woman demon you know ghost I don't care I just like to shag <laughs> fits his character and it's funny and it doesn't feel like they're just trying to say, hey, look at what we did. Well, look at look at Harley and Poison Ivy. Yep. It just look came at, naturally. Look at, uh, what's another really good example? Um, Deadpool. Yep. So Deadpool's I have a... So what you're saying is all of these characters and the people creating these characters should just let, you know, normal life and relationships unfold on the pages and see what happens instead of I don't think out. it's the creators. I think it's the fans being patient being impatient because they weren't represented for all these years Mm -hmm. seeing some representation and now wanting zero to 100 quickly we're at five or ten right now and i know we need to get to 100 but i think this is where patience happens is to go from five to 100 and letting that naturally happen rather than just inject like putting the faith in hey we've taken our first step let's let the next step come naturally versus pushing them down the hall. Sure. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're mm-hmm. saying don't Tim Drake and, and, uh, and Bobby Iceman people. Yeah. yeah. And, but the problem is, is they see this mounting you know, pressure. That there, Not at go. all. Not at all. Okay, Matt so Ryan. T- Tim Drake, uh, Tim Drake just recently came out as gay, even though he's had, you know, he, you know, his last girlfriend was spoiler. And it was just a weird mm. change for the character to be out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he's gay. Okay. And then I remember Bobby, us talking about that one. Yeah, Bobby Drake got like just ripped out of the closet by Jean Grey. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> by himself issue. What's up? By himself, kind of. No, Jean, Jean Grey went into his head and was like, "Whoa, but you're gay." And he went, "What?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that was old in the past, Bobby. Right, right, which is and even then, weirder. But then the he kid. he ripped future Bobby out of the closet. 
Don't yeah. you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so he got ripped out of the closet. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go into the future and screw with myself there too and make him feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> so it, it's, well, it's let's just, just let it happen. Just- it's yeah right it's just a weird deviation from the character that we've always knew uh, known especially something like bobby drake who's been around forever it, w- it would be like if uh barney came out which is the funniest part about yeah. even that analogy <laughs> but if if barney from um you know what i'm talking about uh, how i met your mother oh no, how i met your oh, mother you met the big purple dinosaur so did I. <laughs> we were no, all no, talking no. different barneys yeah we all everybody's thinking something different there no no barney from it's uh, how i met your mother Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if if that if Barney Stinson just randomly came out and was like, oh, by the way, I'm gay, but like, uh, I just suit up many seasons. <laughs> <laughs> so here is, and just you know, to say, we all understand that for years people weren't being represented in this media. Yeah, we understand the time that it came from was written by white men for white men without consideration of anybody else. We're aware that there are characters of diversity, of sexual orientation and race that are great characters. Yep. But the piece that's missing is the peoples of those communities expecting everything to be equal in a day. And that does not create lasting impact or effect. We need, now that we've changed people's minds that, hey, this can work, let them work on themselves to write good content to bring things equally versus doing well, it just to be equal. Rushing to the splash page, I think is what yeah. you're talking about. They just want to get the splash page out as fast as they can instead of writing a good, compelling story that leads to that splash page. We talked about this with Jonathan Kent when uh, when he had to, when we were saying how great would it be if he had to go save his boyfriend? Yep. That would have that, been... That, that would have been all about that book, but that's not what they led with. They didn't tell us anything about the story whatsoever. So, and you have characters that are out there that, you know what, just go buy their books, give them a light, and guess what? You'll have more diversity that's had a a big impact that you can then claim. Like, America Chavez, support her book more. Support wherever she's at. Become a fan of her. Um, That's going to be hard to do. No offense to America Chavez, but she's not in a lot of books, and she's also not well written most of the time. The important, the unfortunate truth of America Chavez is she's not very far off from Carol Danvers. She's just never really been truly written well. So, like, there are definitely characters that you can go pick up and support. I mean, Harley still has been great, but you know that America is going to be appearing in more books because they're making her thing in the MCU. Oh, sure, 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 sure. She's and she isn't she? Um, and then she's on the new Thunderbolts. She is. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like, start there. Your money is going to make more of an impact in these venues than your protests or your tweets. Your protests and tweets, or your yep, they're going to get They're going to get you <laughs> exactly what you want. They're going to get you more characters that are diverse and representative, but it's not going to be quality representation. No, your, yeah, it's, your it's... money, however, you buying a book is going to show them, hey. They really will support it if we do this, and then they'll give you more. That's my soapbox. No, you're right, and you're right. It's just because it because it it won't be pandering. It'll be it'll be successful. Right now, the pandering isn't going well. Oh, speaking of pandering, I watched Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, that could have been a great freaking movie if somebody else directed it. Yeah, 
There is I, a I, good story there, and the acting from both Natalie Portman and Christian Bale was next level. But you have Tika Watiti just Watitiing all over the freaking place. Oh, yeah, he wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Like, he wasn't, you could, he, this There's movie, a spray of Watiti like, everywhere. Ragnarok <laughs> felt like, I mean, you'll disagree with this, Mauer, but Ragnarok felt like it had a soul and a story and a no. purpose behind it. This one did not. It just felt like a scattered brain fever but, dream. But for this one, I felt there was a soul in there. There was, if you reached in, like, there was a, they could have told a narrative that was moving and emotional and connecting and it would have been great just to follow that part of the story. Oh yeah. I I did like that it was a bunch of Guns N' Roses music videos, not going to lie. That kept me entertained enough to make it through the movie. But, but you could have probably cut uh, the the high the high council scene and Oh, that cut, could have been cut that and cut the Guardian stuff and focus more on gore and that movie would have been great. And cut Thor being a goofball. At this point, you can't because of the MCU. You could have in this, though. You could play it down with the serious nature of gore. If gore was the theme, right, the tonality of the whole movie was the same aesthetic we got with gore, and then that goofy-ass nature of of MCU Thor in it could have worked well, especially with Jane Foster being a little bit more serious, which she wasn't, but she could have been because, you know, in the book she was... But if they would have gone with, and it was an easy transition, I almost my hopes got up when they showed Thor just kind of meditating and waiting. I was like, okay, they like that was a spot. Like, boom, you can tweak the character of Thor back a little bit. This is giving you the ability to tone him back to an Asgardian instead of slapstick humor. Well, they got to keep in mind that Chris Hemsworth loves that. Chris Hemsworth didn't want to do any more Thors. He's Ragnarok is the thing that kept him around because he felt like he got to experience something new. And also he was tired of getting bashed. <laughs> you have to take bashed. critical fail the critical failure of the second movie. Oh, uh, well, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But, but, he also, he, but he also like Michael Fassbender says Magneto is one of the worst characters he's ever played. You mean the guy where I just scream all the time? Like there are he does it because he gets paid a lot of money, but he's never excited about doing it. But you can find a common ground closer to the first Thor movie. If you take Thor from the first Thor movie, which still wasn't the best accurate, you take the action sequences from the beginning of the second movie and the end of Infinity War, and then you throw a little bit of Ragnarok here and there, and just very little, you have a well-rounded Thor that could tell any story because he has all the components. Hmm. I think they just need a new director. Take what he's done and get a director that knows how to play both comedy and drama well. And we can probably see an amazing Thor movie. They should have just le- they leaned into the horror. Various aspect. reports are saying that he is completely out, out. of everything, well, he, including Star Wars. Is he he well, also, he's I mean, a troublesome person. Um, he, he more and more... He lost Star Wars as soon as he asked Natalie Portman if she wanted to be in his movie. Yeah. The moment he did that, all the people at Lucasfilms was like, nah. <laughs> no, if you don't know who Padme is, I'm sorry. You can't get a trilogy. But also, his personal life, I think, is going to be shining through a little bit more and, and not something MCU wants to be associated with. Well, not even that. I mean, this might be a good thing. It might be a good thing that Love and Thunder was the movie that 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 
showed the 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 weak links in the armor of the MCU because it might it might lead to change because right now we've talked about this before is that this this phase is really let's just throw as much shit against the wall and see what sticks this is such an experimental phase right now that if that failing is something that they could probably use that's some that's some feedback they probably needed yep because it also but- shows that they're not infallible which is what how the MCU was looking for a while. <laughs> but even with all that, the third act of that movie was good, but could have been great. Mm-hmm. Like, it was right there. They tweak... Like, the kids getting the power of Thor was an awesome moment. They just leaned into that joke. One, but that's Tika Watiti's thing, is he likes hitting you with the same joke over and over and over again. The screaming goats. Wait, what's yeah. wrong with that? now mrs mauer laughed every god time goddamn time those goats came on screen and she was so happy we didn't see it in theaters because she was like oh my god this is too funny for me because but she watches those goat videos and but like (laughs) there were some great jokes right but just like and i always go back to it the epitome of the way he directs is the thor spinning in a circle in the beginning of ragnarok getting that joke two or three times in under two minutes just kind of shows you like he's going to be like, huh, look at this. Is it still funny? Oh, is it still? Okay, it's not funny anymore. I'll move on. Like he wears each of his jokes down before he'll move on. So he's so he's scared Andy Kaufman. Yes, because <laughs> he won't commit to it. Andy Kaufman's great because he grinded into the ground so much that it came back. Right, when he read Helter Skelter to an audience. Yep. He had a sold out comedy show and just sat in Red Helter Skelter the whole time. War and Peace. War and Peace, War and Peace. <laughs> it would have been and funnier then, if it was Helter Skelter. Oh, wait, no. It was... Um, uh, well, so for anybody, while well, he thinks about it, for anybody yeah. who doesn't know the story you're referring to, he had a comedy show and, and sold It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And he sat and read a book the, and for hours. And some people left furious, but some people stayed because they started finding the humor in what he was doing. And apparently the few people that, that stayed said it was one of the funniest things they've ever seen, even though all he did was just read that book. <laughs> A Tale of Two Cities. Um, all right, yeah. well, I think we so were going to talk about other things, but we went on a... This is a, ta- a tangent show. Yeah. Mauer comes back and... <laughs> Moshko who? I have lots to say. Yeah, Moscow who? Here, I'll do it in My... two two sentences. Uh, Madam X. See, I already screwed it up. What the hell? <laughs> well, you just used just, two sentences. Just like that. You're out of sentences. Done. Forget it. Well, I was going to... I had this whole thing. I was going to talk about Cobra well, Kai and whatever. Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No whoa. one cares about Cobra Kai. You no, show your good, mouth. It's a good season. Someone does care about Cobra Kai. What, what were you going to say about Cobra Kai? I'm not no, but shame. that's that's just the big thing. So Sony's producing, or I think uh, there's a oh, Karate Kid like spinoff reboot thing that they're like green lighting. Uh, and, and no one from Cobra make- Kai is involved in it. Yeah, making it real quick so they can capitalize on stuff. Yeah. But what that's yeah, doing? What's such a stupid, stupid way to go about it. You're gonna hurt both. You're gonna hurt that franchise. Yeah, is what's gonna happen. But people, what- no one's gonna, no one's gonna trust it. If you don't have, if Larusso is not in that show or in that movie, no one's gonna care because of this, because of what they're doing. Yeah, but the like the big thing about it is uh, all these other a lot of different movies. Everything everything Sony's doing is getting pushed back. So you're craving the Hunter is getting pushed back like six or seven months. Uh, same that. thing what with Madame Web. 
Yeah. Uh, they're all getting pushed back. And I don't know, like, something that I was thinking about last week was I saw the, the theater, uh, you know, the box office for, it was like $6 million was the top uh, movie last week like in a week it made six million dollars like no one's still going to movies like there's nothing out there unless it is a good movie and you know pushing stuff back i don't think is really going to make a difference for people going to the theaters now the, except for mauer he, he won't budge <laughs> the karate kid film you can't say it has nothing to do with it they haven't announced anything with it yet like they haven't announced a plot a director actors they just said they're doing a new karate kid film that apparently nobody, the other people aren't involved with. Nobody's involved with. There literally is no one. Yeah, there's nothing They just really said they're doing it. There's nothing attached to it. They just have a title and a property. So it's not saying that it's not going to connect to it. They haven't approached anybody yet. They have an opening they haven't gate. approached. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> approached anybody yet, though. We haven't done anything with this, but we have an opening date. You should never have an opening date before a script. <laughs> True. Ever. But they've done that so happen. many times in recent... Even Marvel does it. And they shouldn't. Then they push it back, and they push it back. They like, they pushed back one of their untitled uh, movies. I don't Marvel, know if you yeah, saw that, too. You, Marvel it's did. Rumored rumor, it's uh, Deadpool, I heard. Mm. Yeah. But it's an untitled That's one. That's what happens when Blake Lively gets pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> and but Wrexham starts doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it was... Um, Tom Cruise was doing a movie and like they had another movie for him. Like, all right, we want it to release on this date. And he was like, script. And they were like, no, he's like, well, then you don't have a date and you don't have me. And they were like, uh, uh, uh." he, and he said like a week later they had a script. He's like, now, if you could do this fast, how come you didn't wait a week to have me read a script before you announced a date? And like the studio. And I don't think he's done. I forget which studio it was, but it was like a producer. He never worked with again. And that's that's big money. You burning a bridge with Tom Cruise is basically throwing away millions of dollars. Which, by the way, if you or haven't seen career. Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Go see Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Menti, did you watch the first one yet? No, it's in my watch up, my ne- uh, up next queue at least, though. Give so him give another it's, month. You should really watch them back to back. It's a, an awesome experience to watch them back to back. Maybe. Maybe it's it's Halloween season, man. I'm hey, trying to watch. I'm trying did, to watch Color of Space. I'm trying to watch Mandy. I'm trying to watch Mad God. Did I'm you sit to through watch. that whole Justice League four-hour extravaganza? If you sat through that in one sitting, you can definitely sit through these two movies. Well, I will share my Halloween movie list this year. I've got 31 days of Halloween movies planned. So, well, I, so I, I don't have 31 days because I don't have that kind of time. But I got at least one a week. Um, oh no! I I literally have the entire month of October planned out with one or two movies a day. Wow! Wow! Yeah, no, I can't. That's a little I too much. To to I could do thirty one, but well, and it, so, to fit some franchises in, you have to do more than one. And you just remember. Well, I also want to see new movies that I haven't seen. Before. Right, and like, they I'm, come in too. I'm interested <laughs> like, in Barbarian. That looks pretty good. Mm. Like yeah, Halloween yeah, Ends is coming movie? in. Yeah, it does. But look you good. can't just watch Halloween Ends. Bro, you have to I'm, watch the other two. I, I, yeah, but I don't ever want to because of how bad that last Halloween movie was. What? The last Halloween movie is garbage. Oh, you need to walk Trash. away. Trash. Walk Trash. away. I have never been so disappointed with a franchise. Yo, they, they literally stopped the movie to let me know that the security guard or the cop that shows up for two seconds in the original one was there. Like, oh, my God, look at this big cameo. Th- that movie that movie tries you way too hard. You hush your mouth. 
that's there was one great scene with the townspeople and then it got stupid again oh, that movie and mob mentality was amazing all right menti no on that note no, it's bad <laughs> no it's baby gone. huey you sit your bitch ass back i say that <laughs> well you're not all saying right, it <laughs> no, Mosco, if I didn't let you talk the rest of this issue, you think I'm gonna let you say that? Wait, Menti. I'll mute. I'm gonna mute Mauer. Uh, <laughs> do that thing. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, and you know what? On the normal goodbye aside, listen to what Mauer said and go out and support and buy the books that you're actually interested in. And that will change the comic book landscape and change everything that you want to see. Be the change you want to see, people. Uh, once again, I'm Menti. <laughs> I'm Moshko. Still kicking it over here. Everything uh, he said. And yeah, check out all the movies and stuff that you like. Because yeah, then you'll get more. Watch the, things, watch the things you like. The more money you spend on the things you like, the more of it will be produced. Keep downloading this podcast and you'll get more of what you like. <laughs> I like a, I like a Next. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, it's Huey. <laughs> and I'm Huey. What the ditto? Like, we don't care oh, about you, boy. Huey. Uh, oh, uh, Mr. Mauer. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, bother. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good to be back. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, expect Thanks more venom. Thanks for buddy. We appreciate it. <laughs> There was what a month of me catching up with my opinions. Forty it does feel forty-five like, it does minutes. Feel like, it does feel like Mauer. Mauer's like a hose that you just kind of held together. <laughs> and then as soon as we hit record, he just went ah. There we go. He just watidied all over this. Uh, oh, I need the shit out of this. Womp No, I, I have more substance than it's he does. Comedy. Oh, Deuces. I don't want to know about that. You're more of your substance. There's too much watidi all over the place. It's so yeah. He's got enough Watiti for his wife and his girlfriend. So Substance, it's okay. Watiti, Scrum, you've got them all today. Oh, okay. All right. Deuces, goodbye, Excelsior, the whole thing. I, I don't even want to say Excelsior after that. I don't, I don't, no, bye. Deuces, goodbye. So long. It's so no, sticky. So long. No. Farewell. Alvita saying goodbye. Stop. Stop. <laughs>